Into the Garden podcast, the dawn and break of a new day, a new beginning, a turning point, a new importance, a new possibility to say, oh taste and say how good and how gracious the Lord has been to you and to me. We welcome the break of newness, of freshness, the breakthrough, the breakthrough, the splendour of fragrance, that aroma that speaks and gives off an anointing sweet essence, you say. A sweet is the promise that God will never leave nor forsake thee. Join me on into the garden. into the garden. I'm your host Salome Jacobs and indeed what an awesome pleasure it is to spend some time with you in the garden of suddenlies, of impacts, of O-taste and see that God came through for me in the garden of peace and stillness where the warm morning sun greets you, the birds in the air surround you with good news, good news and the flow of water soothes and calms you. The glow of candles warms you. The outstretched arms of God invite you. So wherever you find yourself today, perhaps at home, visiting friends or on your way to church or work, getting ready for the new week ahead, greetings in that name, that name that called you by your name. And you and I will never be the same. So without any further ado, joining me, in the garden today is a beautiful soul, Elder Gail Gardner, and she's sharing what God has laid upon her heart to do. Now, if you will, quickly dash up to the kitchen for a cup or two, the make case. What next is Elder Gail Gardner sharing the birthing storm? you today South Africa wonderful wonderful I am Gail Francis Gardner of the United States matter of fact Florida and I have been with you before and I'm so excited about being with you again today it's been a moment hasn't it I remember my first time uh, recording and and speaking in South Africa on one of your stations your Christian stations, and uh, I was visiting, and my guest, my my host, took me to the radio station, 
And I had my first book signing there in South Africa. And it was my for my first book. And matter of fact, that book will be out again soon. And it is called Woman to Woman, Crowning Inspirational Insight from Our Biblical Mothers. So we're going to uh, be uh, hearing a lot from us from now and then. I want you to, to visit my, uh, my Facebook page, Gail Francis Gardner. And also I have another page called Gail's Law in Florida. And I'm getting ready to share with you something that I've been posting and I'm going to post uh, throughout our, every week um, that I can get anyone to respond to me. And so we have a new uh, uh, writing and reflections coming out. It's called The Birthing Stool, your online weekly journal. Now, your online weekly journal right now is me. Um, I write what I could, what I write in that journal for others to read. But it's pretty soon when I come out with my new book, which will be called The Birthing Stool, you will find that there is also a journal that will go with it. And we're looking for it to be online. So please know and be excited. Today I'm going to read to you uh, what I have written uh, for my first uh, writing of The Birthing Stool for August 1st for this week. And although this week of August 1st, um, that I have written this. I'm going to share from time to time others too. This one is called, What is the Birthing Stool? And it's going to go into a little more uh, detail, but it's not long, I promise. What is a birthing stool? A birthing stool, sometimes known as a birthing chair because it has a back, is a short stool used to assist a woman in physiological upright posture during childbirth. It is intended to provide balance and support. The stool has a large opening for the baby to pass from the mother's uterus. How did they deliver, how did they deliver babies in ancient times? Well, how is a baby stool, birthing stool used? In ancient times, during the actual birth, the mother would be moved to the birthing stool where she was seated or would squat on two large bricks with a midwife in front of her and a female aides standing at her sides. The birth stool can be used to support a kneeling position during contractions as well as while resting in between them. Yes, the stage, second stage. Mm-hmm. That's an important time, okay? Uh, kneeling with the upper body, leaning forward on the birthing stool can help with the progression of labor during that second stage. The upright position of the birthing stool allows gravity to assist in the expulsion of the baby. So the low height of the stool flexes your legs and expands the size of your pelvis and the upright position helps us gravity to use to, that's being used to promote the downward movement of the baby. Now, we were born for a purpose. Hmm, what has this got to do with the birthing stool? Let's see. Everyone, whether male or female, 
came into this world for a reason. It wasn't until 2019 that I actually realized my purpose, although I had some idea. I considered my past to pursue my future and became passionate about my purpose. Mm -hmm. The reality of the pain and suffering, the bad decisions and judgment calls in life just how just how it, show, it shows that we are uh, not flawless and failure is not an option. Yeah, I want you to think about that. When we who are women are birthing babies, those who have birthed babies um, from their uterus or C-section, we understand that it is painful at times. My sister tells the story about how uh, she didn't have any morning sickness. Well, I was sick as a dog. And for some women, that's way it is. I remember uh, the things that happened. I was a young mother um, and an unwed mother. And my sister was married. Um, she had When she had her baby, she had a C-section. And she just talked about how easy it was. And I'm talking about I was miserable. And so everyone's life is different. And some things we can take pretty well, but all of us have suffered something. Uh, my sister talks about how uh, some of the parts of her uh, experience, breastfeeding and things like that, how terrible it was for her and difficult. While I talked about how um, I didn't have to breastfeed because my doctor thought I could not do it because of the amount of milk and my baby would be uh, very hungry. <laughs> so... We have all had some type of experience in our birth, our natural birthing experience, but so have we had in our lives. We have had things that had happened and things we've lived through that may not have been very pleasant, but we seem to can't get rid of it, can't get it out of our minds, or or want to find ourselves helping others who might be suffering with that. And all along, we're wondering, well, God, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And Lord, look at all I suffered and went through. As though God is going to use someone who is flawless. Never. Moses wasn't flawless. Mm -mm. David wasn't flawless. That's right. Um, Mary Magdalene wasn't flawless. And so many of us have a history. And yet God will use us. So we can all depend on that. We all are going to have some type of history, something in our lives that might have been traumatic. Now, we all must experience what we may have considered devastating and traumatic, eventful experiences in life and ask God why. It's a human, human response worthy of a spiritual reply. Consider Hannah in 1 Samuel 1, 1 through 28, and in chapter 2, 1 through 11. She suffered disrespect, humiliation, and shame because she was uh, considered barren. She could not birth a child. It wasn't her season, but in her ancient times and Hebrew culture, that was not acceptable. She was taunted and tempted by her enemy until she was vexed in her spirit. Yet, in the season chosen by God, Hannah birthed her son, whose purpose was to serve his people. Her pain became her purpose. Her vow became her victory. Her son became one of Israel's major prophets and his judge. As they say, the rest is history. Well, 
fulfilling a purposeful life on purpose. To be the best God has created is to birth the potential he has placed in us, flaws and all. Our God-given can only be manifested in us by recognizing that we have suffered and survived for a purpose that satisfies his plan for our life. Our desire to please God must be first and foremost. When our dreams and desires are not priority, but seeking his plan and purpose takes priority, those dreams and desires will be more than we ever thought or asked for. Our memories of or pain and suffering of times past are meant to be the testament to what God has done with us and through us so others may know there is a plan for their life. If you would like further meditation, days of the week, or just a suggestion, uh, feel free to use these. You can maybe start on a Monday or just any day, Romans 8.28. The next day, Jeremiah 29.11-13. Lamentations 3.1-26. Isaiah 40.28-31. Romans 5. 1 through 5, Habakkuk 2, 1 through 4, and Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Thank you so much for listening. I Once again, I'm Gail F. Gardner for Francis, and I am still the king's daughter, and we'll talk about that another time. Have a blessed day, and enjoy life. say cheerio but before we love and leave you yes we have come to the end of this episode of season 4 episode 7 with the beautiful Elder Gail Gardner she brought you the birthing stool of which I sincerely hope will be shared but pop on over to her page instead visit and support Support the work that she does and also Gail's Law for she is indeed a woman after God's own heart. So to Elder Gail Gardner, indeed heartfelt thanks to you and I hope that we'll be able to continue to work and share on Into the Garden. Well, remember that indeed we are all women with a purpose, women with a call and women with a destiny. So give rise to that birthing 
dream, aspirations that you have. And these are soul stories, soul poems, food for thought in your realities, coffee time, meditations for moms, devotions, meditations that you can reflect upon time and time again, seven days of the week. Step into the garden and trust God as you seek. For there is confirmation that is given to you. Ponder, seek the face of God Read scriptures given to you and me from soul sisters around the globe, you see. So may you have an awesome week. Happy birthday to those celebrating, happy anniversary and congratulations to those who received good news and to those who have lost loved ones so dear. Our heartfelt condolences go out to you. But from myself and Gail Gardner, may you have an awesome, powerful week. Thank you for inviting into the garden. Thank you for sharing it with friends and neighbours, work colleagues. Thank you for sharing it on your various social networks and platforms. But most of all, thank you heartily for sharing the love. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help you at the break of a new dawn. I'm your host, Salome Jacob, saying thank you. And may God meet you at the very point of your need. And may you have a powerful, purposeful week. Until the next time, cheerio.
she reaches out.